Um, so we've, um, we've got Ayanda Masisi. She is a content producer and founder of Media Change Agents. Um, I'm going to start speaking to her before the headlines and we'll continue that conversation after that. But I also want to take your uh, experiences uh, because those that have spoken, you know, they share an experience of a few, but when we hear your voices as well, we get a sense of the broader picture. Ayanda, thank you so much for joining us. How are you? I'm good, Adani. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Uh, But first, let's just establish, what is Media Change Agents SA um, and who are your members? Okay, so Media Change Agents is um, an organization that's uh, in the process of becoming a full-on non-profit. It's for um, media practitioners. So whether you're a behind-the-scenes worker, um, you're a freelancer, whether you work, you know, we've got a whole bunch of crew um, and uh, cost. Mm-hmm. So we've got, uh, it's a WhatsApp group at the moment, so it's two WhatsApp groups, um, up to 400 members of um, some of the, like some dope TV shows, um, some news platforms, radio, uh, as well as um, emerging uh, talent, so people who are graduates. Because mm-hmm. what we do is we share a lot of information and templates and um, job opportunities because it's really a support structure or mm. a space for creatives to, you know, um, navigate the industry, whether they're veterans or they're new. So there's no, like, gatekeeping and all of that stuff. You can bypass yes. <laughs> all the negative things that come with the industry. <laughs> That's such an interesting one because, you know, in other countries, even freelancers have representation or have uh, groups that yeah. represent them and that support and advocate for their rights within those various economies. Um, and yeah. it sounds like potentially that's what uh, you guys will evolve into to represent all these freelancers. But Ayanda, I want to pause it there and uh, ask you that we continue our conversation after the headlines. It's 29 minutes past one. One and we're connecting with Ayanda Nyati right now, the latest uh, EWN, as he's got to the headlines. And then after that, we're taking your calls about your freelance experience uh, during this particular lockdown and really the response of all those programs, relief funds, um, and initiatives that have been set up. Have you been able to access any of them? And if not, um, what are the gaps? What are the reasons? Because my earlier question also has to do with what a real social safety net for freelancers needs to look like moving forward. Here's the latest now on EWN Headlines. Asanya For the curious. Right, it is 27 minutes to uh, 2 o'clock and we continue our conversation of looking up and putting a spotlight on the plight of freelancers. Spoke earlier on to Winin Chaba, who uh, is the founder of Royalty Soapy Awards and an actress herself, uh, who heard from various actors, some of your faves, cast, crews that are in desperate situations at the moment. And together with a Bishop Ramela and his wife, uh, they've been doing this work for some time. They were able to put together food parcels uh, for actors in this country. So uh, now we're expanding the conversation by chatting to Ayanda, uh, Ayanda Masisi, who is the head of uh, Change Media Agents. She's the founder and she's also a content producer herself. So she knows the industry and how it works pretty well. Uh, Ayanda, thank you for framing exactly what you do. Uh, you also wrote a tough open letter. One of your members, in fact, penned a very tough and moving open letter, which is addressed to Mid- uh, Minister Natim Tesh. 
Uh, where they were yeah. sharing and describing some of the conditions that freelancers are going through at the moment. Um, any response from the department so far? And for those that haven't read it really, what is the gist of this letter? So um, the main thing about um, media change agents and the WhatsApp groups is that we have conversation every day. So we are um, aware of all the issues that are happening at any given time because um, freelancers and, you know, the industry find it very uh, comfortable space to talk and express themselves. Mm -hmm. And there are people who actually even speak about um, dipping into depression in this period and, um, you know, not having hope anymore and um, leaving the country as soon as the travel ban um, is lifted. Mm -hmm. So we feel like we're going to lose a lot of creatives to this pandemic. And Gakulu, we have a department that has the means to um, help us out, but we have not had a response on a, um, well, what they said, which is the monetary level. There's probably 1% of people who have been paid out, and it seems it's Mm. celebrities. And the issue with that is that, um, in essence, this causes a divide between the workers and the cost, you know? So, I mean, yeah, the cost and the crew. Mm. Because right now, our minister is in charge of a whole department, and he focuses on those in the spotlight. So it's not just in um, the arts and culture, um, you know, part, pocket. It's also in sports. The sports stars have been paid. Um, a few performers have been paid. And even people like Rami Chuen have been speaking up for freelancers. And every time he's asked about freelancers, he dodges the questions. And he, you know, um, he, it, the, the responses are very, they, they're very depressing because he even gives the wrong information on public platforms. Like, they tell us to um, go to the appeals email address and if we've received e- Elon, uh, a response rejecting our application. Mm. The appeal email address gives you an automated response mm-hmm. with one email address. And the answer is always because your show has not been cancelled, which even we really touched on. We see that can't be a thing for our industry because most shows are postponed until after the p- pandemic. Mm. And it's in the performing arts, like in music, where the events are cancelled. Mm. So even the, the, the fixes for this problem we're in are tailored to a specific uh, group. And then it affects the whole um, industry, but the rest of everyone is not taken care of. And the minister only responds when there's fire at him. So he only responded when we were doing the with our creators hashtag and the sponsors weren't even solid. He gave the wrong email address for the appeal. Um, He said things that weren't really mentioned in the press conferences. And he said we must look back at those. And we read, we read the, the speeches we heard. We always go, guys, 2 o'clock, we're listening. And whenever we sit there, we're like, okay, but he said nothing. <laughs> he said nothing to us. He said nothing for about us. You. Mm-hmm. He, exactly, nothing about us. You know, so we can see that there really isn't a plan for the funding that um, has been dedicated to our sector. But then... They only respond once they fire at them. And Gubairi actually, mm-hmm. so media is on you. 
let's do something and okay. then we'll pay out a few people. So uh, we did put a request through to the Department of Arts, Culture and Sport and requested, of course, to have the minister join us, uh, Ayanda. But uh, yeah. the deputy, he's not available. Deputy's not available. DG's not available. But we've got the spokesperson mm. coming up a little bit later. So I'm going to ask that you stay with us to address the very specifics that you have observed from these interactions. Yeah. I want us to also take calls. We've got quite a few people who want to share their stories um, who have probably also kept up with the news have seen, I see that Chisa Live have said that they've seen a long list from the Department of Sports, Arts and Culture that includes 114 beneficiaries and this includes uh, Uzalo Creators, that Stained Glass Production and Dr. Rebecca Malopez Arts Foundation. Um, musicians like Athama Fukati, Ndogo Zombambo, uh, Pritim Klongo, Sandile Kumalo, uh, Jesse Clegg, uh, just trying to go through some of uh, the names that have been written about. So that there is this list. Have you seen the list of those that have been uh, paid? No, um, we've only been um, getting the emails from people who have asked us to do something because they received reject emails. Yeah, okay. In fact, yeah, we, most of the time we get with guys, do you guys know anyone who has been paid at all? So it's not really freelancers, it's not crew. The list you also mentioned now is mainly celebrities, <laughs> performers, mm-hmm. not crew. Okay, so let's go to the lines. Azola, you're calling us from Pimville in Soweto. Hello, Azola. Hi, hi, Azola. I'm good, thank you. Welcome. We're going to be speaking to the department uh, a little bit later. What's been your experience? What do you do in the industry? Um, I'm, a, I'm a land producer as well in the in the film industry. Um, as you as you might know, we work basically from contract to contract. Yes. And most of us then probably almost everyone before just lockdown um, COVID was announced, um, others contracts were ending. Mm. Um, others um, following contracts were during the process of um, COVID during the the, the lockdown. So what has happened is that it cut through people's financial streams completely. Mm. And production companies also could then not commit to say we will be back in production um, mid-May, end of May or in June, mm. because they don't know when this pandemic is, is, is carrying on for. So when you get paid, Azola, you get paid as someone who's rendering a service uh, to that particular uh, company that is con- that you're contracted with. So you're responsible for things like your own tax, your own medical aid, your own retirement, um, your own savings and all your expenses that are involved in you carrying out your job. You are the production company would take tax from your pay. So you get your pay already 25%. For, for freelancers, which is very, very extreme. Yeah, but yeah. Then it's, it, it's, 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 it's the normal of the country when people pay that. But your medical aid, your other expenses, um, you, you literally take care of them yourself, mm-hmm. you know. And when a contract ends, it's up to you to, to have a well-being. But people do plan and do have savings because there's only another production that's coming, another job that's coming. Then they're able to live um, according to, to those... Um, Okay. So, have, were you able to uh, uh, apply to claim for, from the relief fund? Yes, yes. Um, uh, we applied. I applied. But it came in as, as uh, like any other freelancer or anyone who is not a celebrity or not well known came back that 
you don't have um, a contract or a letter of cancellation, um, which I think that the people leading us really don't know the intricacies of the, mm, how it works, the yeah. freelancing world. Mm. Is that you could never get a contract two or three weeks before you commencement date of employment. Mm. You know, it's always a telephone conversation, WhatsApp, emails. Mm. But then we did, most of people did submit them as supporting documents, you know, mm. to say, yes, I was having a conversation with a certain company to start work at this point in time. But when they say they want a contract, where are we seeing these people should get it from? Remember, even the relief fund for freelancers was announced on Friday night and they were supposed to submit by Monday, yeah. uh, the 6th of April, yeah. you know. Not everyone has those um, resources of Wi-Fi at home or printing machines to fill up this form, scan them, and you know, there's real problems that people deal with. Yes, um, Azula, that's certainly that something that we are going to take up with the with the ministry because that window was way too short for uh, people to respond adequately, and even the conditions under which you can claim, in fact, need to be relooked as uh, you you have uh, as you've alluded to what your experience was. Thank you so much, Azula. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you, and all of the best in these tough times. We've got Abby calling now from Houghton. Hello, Abby. Hi. Thank you so much for taking my call. I'm so thrilled that you uh, raised this issue mm. because there are no, there is no recourse for a freelancer. For me, what we're going through now symbolizes attitudes in, in all media towards freelancers that we're disposable. We like whole we the blue that holds everything together, but nobody cares about us or thinks about us. Um, I must admit that I'm very privileged that I have a family who uh, do care and who do help me. Not my immediate family, but but a family of friends. Mm. Uh, but otherwise, I wouldn't have survived. Um, I cannot apply for a bank loan because I don't have a regular salary. Yes. I am owed nearly 18,000 rand by a Johannesburg uh, educational, uh, higher education organization who basically shut down without even telling me that I wasn't going to get paid in March. Mm-hmm. You know, and... Um, it's just like we treat it like cash. Have you applied for for any of the uh, programs that are there at the I moment? For any of the for any of you know, I don't I I haven't I haven't established myself as a business mm-hmm. because it's an expensive thing to do. Mm-hmm. So I can't uh, claim as an employee. Mm. I I don't have a UIF. I can't claim for UIF. Um. I, don't, I can't claim, uh, you know, I kind of thought about claiming for this 350 rand, uh, <laughs> sort of like... Uh, yes, the unemployment yeah, benefit. Yeah, uh-huh. the month, you know, so, mm. so, and also I feel like, the, you know, I've got a roof over my head. I'm grateful for what I've got. Mm-hmm. Uh, the people who are worse off than me, and I'm sure that, the country is going to run out of money before we get to the end of this whole oh, thing. 
Abby, let's um, let's hope that uh, they're able to provide because even the UIF, you know, people are now getting ready to claim in in May as they did in April. How long yeah. can can this go on for? As you've suggested, but I'm glad that you raised the point that you raised, and it speaks to precisely the point I was making about how do we make sure that we create a real safety net for freelancers, that people, in fact, can access facilities through the bank moving forward and all sorts of other uh, uh, means to be able to build a life, create security and so on. Uh, and Abby, thank you very much for your call. Let's go to Jablani next in Cresta. Um, and I think let's get to get ready to speak to Mas Chaban. Uh, is it Kumalo now? And we'll do that um, after some of your calls. Jablani, Hi. Hi, Aza. Yo, what a time to be alive. Mm. What a time Are to be a creative in a, mm. in a film and television space. What a time to be a freelancer. Mm. Aza, you know, who in their career ever thought that in our journey as protagonist storytellers, we would end up fighting the ignorance and lack of decisive leadership of the very custodian of the department that is meant to, to be there for us, that is headed by Minister Nathan Tetra. Instead of fighting the villainous threat, which is a coronavirus that is out there to get all of us. As a, let me paint a picture for you very quickly. I'm a production coordinator, and I was meant to sign a contract to start my job as a content producer. You know, we can't afford to be one thing in yes. this industry, so yes. we have to get our hands yeah. um, everywhere. So. Broadcasting companies issue out contracts for productions um, that have been funded to begin pre-production for a new financial year in the beginning of March, mm. okay? So they carry on rolling out these fundings um, throughout the year. So beginning of March, mid-March, end of March, and so on and so forth with the other months, okay? So now the broadcasting company determines the budget gives the contract to the production company mm. who then allocates the budget accordingly and then negotiates the rates and the duration of the yes. production with the freelancers. Then we begin with production. Now, in that particular process, excited and all, meant with the production or meant to start um, with, to wait for the contract to come to the production company so that we can um, ultimately start, COVID shows um, his ugly nose. Mm. And of course, it makes Channel Nevers, who then holds on to the contract and says, let's see um, how this thing is going to play out. And then that delays the process of the negotiation, which ultimately delays production. And then um, um, President Ramaphosa then announces that there's a state of something, something, that what, what that he, he announced. <laughs> and then, of course, the, 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 the channel's grip holds on tighter, understandably so. Mm. And then the nationwide lockdown is announced. So that leaves the freelancers completely exposed to this tyrant that is out there to kill all of humanity. So you are left there as a freelancer, and there's many other people who are in my position with no contract, no production schedule, no call sheets. I don't even know why call sheets were made, were made as, as a prerequisite <laughs> because call sheets are sent a day before <laughs> It's ridiculous, Jamlani. I can't believe no, that. A call sheet no was requested? Of, a call sheet was requested. No, I no could use stronger language. I really could use stronger language. Listen, I want to make time, of course, for other people, Jablani, but also to speak to Mas Kumalo. I'm sorry to cut you short uh, because um, your rage is quite clear. Ayanda, a, a quick response. You were listening to him? 
Um, just on the application process, right? Um, the the fund was announced on the 25th of March. Yeah. And it's nearing three months later that we still haven't received it. And they're telling us it's because of um, how we botched our applications, right? Yeah. But please note that in that week, right, um, I was told on the Friday night prior to the closing date that please spread this to as many people as possible. I had conducted a survey of 4,500 um, people mm-hmm. who, from the industry who responded, and 77% of those are freelancers. Now, I was told, Uti, please get this to as many freelancers as possible, but the closing date is Monday morning. Yeah. This is Friday night. Yeah. So this is something I have to send out 4,500 emails to everyone saying, Uti, guys, this fund is out, all of that, you know. When and now you have to explain the application and all of that and there's Ridiculous. so many questions. Absolutely and crazy. We will we will address that to Mastaba in a moment. We do have yeah. her. I quickly want to get to uh, Peter in Ranfantine. Hello, Peter. Uh, you're a freelancer in the events industry, and of course, the questions about how long, uh, when you'll be able to come online is is one no one can answer. Hi. Hi. How are you, guys? I'm good, Peter. A quick one from you about uh, your experience. Yeah, my experience is very bad because I'm on the event uh, mm-hmm. industry. And then when we look at our side, it looks like we'll go and work on level one. And we don't even know when this level one is going to come. And if you look at, uh, I just want to maybe if you can ask a spokesperson or somebody else, because okay. we don't even know which department we 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 fall into. When we, we, we because I even uh, apply for the department of, the one who is on the six. Mm. But we haven't got anything uh, even now. We haven't got even the the answer from nothing uh, Tetra. Oh. and also when we, and also the uh, department which is fall under okay. uh, this guy Messi, he also said that uh, the freelancers he doesn't know uh, uh, oh, what he can do with yes. it. Okay. So now, <laughs> as I'm speaking now, Zania, as uh, I was speaking, to, uh, I was um, I sent an SMS to your producer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, at when, when I, when this thing happened, it was on the seventh. Uh, my dad passed on, and I had, I was booked for seven, uh, for thirteen days. Mm. I have to cancel uh, like seven days mm. of of my uh, of my booking. Mm. And I went home when I come back, and then there was a lockdown. Mm. Then from there, <laughs> even when I'm when I'm I'm speaking to you now, yeah. we don't have anything. But today I'm just uh, happy because one of the guy from the production company. They called us and said uh, tomorrow must come and then we can get a food parcel from oh, uh, from their side. Yeah. So it, it really gives me hope, but mm-hmm. we don't know which which department we're falling into. Yes, we're just will... these things, and but we're not getting help yes. at all. I will raise that in mm-hmm. a moment, Peter. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Uh, and the heartbreak really continues uh, because this is the reality for so many freelancers and not just in the creative sectors. And uh, now we've got the spokesperson for the Department of Arts, Culture and Sport, and that's Maschaba Kumalo. Maschaba, you got to hear some of our listeners um, a moment ago because we've had you on the line for a few minutes. There's absolute outrage about how the department has managed this entire process. I want to know first up, is this uh, process going to be reopened? Because to open it from the 24th, 5th of March to the 6th of April really disadvantaged a lot of people. Mm, good afternoon, Aza, and uh, good afternoon to your listeners as well. And, and thank you for the opportunity to actually address a lot of these issues that uh, I can tell you that Minister Natin Tetwa and the department as well 
um, have very heavy hearts over. So the first thing is that we do acknowledge that artists, uh, creators, athletes did not have sufficient time to submit their applications. And in light of this acknowledgement, uh, which is something the minister has also acknowledged, uh, especially more recently in his press briefing last week, Monday on the 4th, um, we also had our own technical glitches at the very beginning of the process because we are creating a new system that has never existed in a, in a situation that we've never experienced before. And so in response to the cries of the industries, especially the arts and culture sector, the minister then decided to uh, extend the, the uh, application deadline from the, from, the, from the 4th of April to the 6th of April. Oh. And even then, there are artists that uh, do say that it, it was still a short time frame because um, a lot of people in general, not just artists, don't have the resources to be able to print and to sign. And uh, in light of the challenges where artists, I remember one of your callers mentioned um, that uh, I think it was the first caller, Azola, mm-hmm. that, um, you know, in many cases in production, you don't get contracts at least three weeks before production. And so what the minister has also announced is that for those that want to appeal, it is also acceptable to send some type of letter of engagement because we do understand that not everyone has a contract. Right. Uh, Ayanda, this is where you come in because the number of your members who've actually tried to appeal only to be told that the submissions were inadequate and that's the end of the story because it's an automatic reply. Yes, so it's it's still um, a tricky one that we won't understand because, um, firstly, the emails are always wrong. Every time communication is put out, it's the wrong email address. So on top of the emails bouncing, once the appeal has been sent, there's no communication. So they don't know which from the rejection, they okay, your show has been mm. um, has not been cancelled. It doesn't it qualify. They don't know what the afterlap or what is the issue because even Tiffany Babazano, who is doing features, uh, um, I think still breathing on Emmet, mm. she her application wasn't um, she, her show has it, it qualified, but they got, she got an automated response to her cancellation, and then she posted on Twitter, it was okay, cool this doesn't even count as a response that I should be getting because this is not even in um, okay. an issue that I'm facing. Yeah. What is the problem? Right. So clearly your interactions with the creative sector are not producing any fruit. And I think it's also important to look at the different categories of creatives and their various needs and gain a proper understanding of how the industry works, Mastaba, because Abby was also saying, as far as the long-term safety net is concerned, that they're not able to get a, a bank loans and other products, access to other products because of the nature of the work that they do. Azola also Mm. complained about the fact that uh, you don't get letters of appointment with uh, productions. It often comes very late. So in the, the very process is flawed because you're asking creatives to provide you with things that do not get issued like in the formal sector. So your expectations of what happens in the, in the industry are, are, are misguided. Well, essentially, uh, remember that after the president had announced a a national state of disaster on the 15th, two days after that, immediately the minister then held a consultative meeting with both the sports sector as well as the arts and culture 
stakeholders as well to seek counsel on how we can provide this type of any type of support to to the industry uh, and the sectors at large. And uh, he, on the recommendations of these uh, stakeholder meetings, then on the 25th was when the minister made an announcement of the 150 million rand relief fund. And he very clearly also stated um, most recently last week that he is deeply concerned about the number of people who've not been recommended on the basis of one or other thing, including a missing document or an unsigned document. And uh, it was with this in mind that the minister then um, uh, decided to meet with the national um, organizations, uh, various of them, and a lot of things came out of these uh, consultations, and, and one of which um, is to uh, extend the appeals process. And just to respond to Ayanda, um, you know, I do deeply, deeply empathize, and I, I do acknowledge that there were probably a number of email addresses that were incorrect that were sent out. Mm. I will leave mm. artists with the correct one, mm. yes. And we have uh, also apologized. Um, it, it is a technical issue. Um, that happened internally, but the correct email address you're playing um, with people's lives, Ms. Chaba. This department is playing with people's lives because it's to say at people. this point we're going to do an appeal, the hunger yes. is happening now. We spoke to Winning Chaba yeah. earlier on who is doing her best to collect food parcels for starving artists when there is a department designated to to provide some sort of support. You have the funding. Okay. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So, unfortunately, there is a okay. process and some protocol that has to be adhered to only for the reason of making sure that the money lands up in the right hands. Unfortunately, we are a government department. So, well, uh, the chickens the have come to roost because I think failure to have supported this industry in the past is precisely why we're here. The process is ongoing, Aza, and people can appeal by sending the uh, appeals emails to appeal COVID 19 at dac.gov.za and uh, if you have the proof that you've applied by the deadline you're more than welcome to send that through as well there is a dedicated team of adjudicators who are from the industry on both sides of the committees who work around the clock to make sure that as many people as possible are paid we are certainly making progress and we will continue to do so ayanda closing words for you quickly as we're out of time um Maschaba, e, e minister on Twitter said there's no extension. This is after in a press release it was said there will be an extension because the department recognizes the failings in it, their failings in the application process. So that's one. Two, you also recognize there are people who do not have access to um, internet, who do not have computers, who do not have all of that stuff. The issue was that the period was 25th to the 6th. Everything was locked down at that time. We also couldn't go out and print and sign and do all of that stuff. Now imagine us who have access. My leopard, the people who actually don't have access. And then also, we did the calculations. It's 150 million. There were 6,000 applications, right? If all 6,000 were paid, there'd be 120, there'd be 24 million left over for you guys to send over to the areas that um, are, a, are unable to apply and be part of the internet and all of that stuff, right? But the, minister, the, the department first, by canceling a thousand applications, so there were only 5,000 applications. And then after a long silence, 
they said Uti, they've processed and looked at 1,000. So we sent word through Safed, Uti, guys, can you please do something? People Mm-mm. are confused okay. by this whole thing. The numbers don't add up. So can someone do something? And then you guys opened up and said, Uti, okay, cool, you're counting the rest. You are playing with people. People are being played because it's not just application that's an issue. It's not just um, the process. It's not just appeals. It's not just all of those things. Everything about this is wrong. Right. Everything about this is very questionable. Yeah, I do have to. I do have to respond to. Yeah, go ahead quickly. Mm. We are making progress. So, so far, it's more than a thousand. In fact, the total uh, number of applications for relief um, that are being adjudicated upon is um, 3,000 over 3,000, 3,346, actually. So we are moving, and it is important that we continue to do so diligently and at the speed of light. And Minister mm-hmm. Natim Tetwa recognizes the plight of artists right now, and we're doing everything in our power to speed it up. That's Mas Chabakumala. I want to thank Ayanda Masisi as well. And uh, I think we need more time to ventilate this issue. I'm definitely not satisfied personally. And I can imagine the outrage that many of the freelancers are experiencing at the moment really is a, a, a travesty. And considering that we have many, have had many opportunities to address these matters over the years with different gatherings convened with very little to show for it and, an, and, a, and a department that hasn't cared to do anything substantial for this industry. That's why we're here. We're late with the news, but let's quickly take a break and bring you the latest in EWN.